Hello there, I'm his, but you could call me JD. And ahoy, I'm the comic book hunter, but you could call me Hunter. And this is a hero story, episode 61, because at least one of us remembers the episode numbers. I'm sorry! Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hero Story is a podcast where we talk all things comics. Those comics include comic book movies, comic books themselves, comic book animation, comic book video games. You name it, we probably talk about it. Uh, our comics of the week this week uh, range... There were a lot of comics this week. It was a very expensive it was, week. My we wallet have, hurts. <laughs> but we have uh, Batman Superman number one, uh, Superman 14, Justice League number 30, uh, Detective Comics number 1010, uh, Flash 77, I'm, I'm trying to go DC and then Marvel, uh, Action was 1014, if I'm not mistaken, yep. and then on the Marvel side of things, we had uh, House of X3, Captain America 13, and Amazing Spider-Man 28, and Hunter also had Red Hood number something. <laughs> uh, Red Hood Outlaw number 37, and 37. The Avengers number 23. Yeah, I dropped Avengers because, well, wasn't feeling it. But it's okay. I think it's pretty good. <laughs> it was it was all right, but it's the weakest out of the Marvel titles that I read, so I had to make cuts. College Agreed, expenses. But it's uh, not bad. Anyway, um, we start with the news of the week. We go over all the news that happened, and since D twenty three happened last weekend, there's a lot of stuff to cover Marvel wise. Yeah, right and, when the last podcast episode came out, all this Marvel news came out. Yeah, like, oh, and. Good timing. Uh, and then we go to the comics of the week where we give a quick overview of the comic. We uh, rate it out of 10 and all that. And then sometimes we do a character of the week, although it's been a few weeks since we did one. And I don't think we have plans for one today because we have it, a lot of comics to get to. We but have a lot right, to talk about. <laughs> but let's get right to the news. So, Hunter, take it away. Um. Okay. Well, the news is kind of all jambled up over here in our notes. But we'll go over the stuff announced at the DC D3 or Disney D3. Sorry. Um, since a lot of you probably know about what happened. Uh, since it was over a week ago we'll basically go over it briefly and mostly just give our thoughts of it rather than what it is so Mm -hmm. there's a black widow poster that was released uh what do you think it's okay i mean yeah it it looks kind of terrible it looks like cardboard cutouts of the characters (laughs) we see our first awful but it's not great we see our first look at uh red guy (laughs) <laughs> David Harbour's character? Yeah, I forget his name for some reason. I, I knew yeah, it. I'm blanking on the name too, but yeah, I know what you're talking. He was wearing the mask in the trailer. Yeah, he was literally, he was in the Avengers uh, third arc of the most recent Avengers run with the mm-hmm. uh, Russian superhero team. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. he's Russian Captain America, and they are going with a full beard. A lot of people are wondering if he would have a full beard or not since the actor had a full beard around filming. I guess they are. He doesn't have a beard in the comics, but I think it looks good. Remember when quote unquote inside sources were like he is the thing guaranteed? Yeah, what happened to that? Yep. <laughs> he even like would roll his eyes when people asked him about that. I think he'd be a good yeah. thing, but I'm glad he's at least in the Marvel Cinematic Universe or DC. I can see him as a DC character, but at least he's a superhero now. Uh, <laughs> poster for Falcon and the Winter Soldier was also released. Uh, Bucky has short hair. I don't like Bucky that. Bucky has short hair, and uh, a quick announcement on that. Uh, Anthony Mackie confirmed that he will not be called Captain America, that he will still be Falcon. He says something along the lines of, I am Falcon, I will forever be Falcon. So, despite upgrading with a new suit and the shield, still going by Falcon. Boo. Your thoughts? You would have liked him to be called Cap? I mean, Captain America's kind of a legacy character in a way at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, three people have had the name Captain America, and I feel like, well, in the comics, I mean, I feel like you should continue that into film. It's like, what if... Wally West was, we had a live action Wally West as Kid Flash, and when he became the Flash, he still decided to be called Kid Flash. Like, 
Boo. Yeah, exactly. You don't. You wouldn't like that. <laughs> so, yeah, well, I mean, Wally's my boy, but yes, correct. Yeah, exactly. I think. Yeah, so, I, I think he should be called Captain America. If you're gonna get a new suit and you're gonna use the shield, why not be called Captain America? But whatever. I mean, to casual audiences, I think it, it'll make more sense. Uh, us comic fans, we kind of are used to characters have sharing names. Look at all the Green Lanterns, all the Flashes. There's been a few people by the names of Batman. And there's been a few people by the names of Spider Man. So. I guess it makes more sense for a casual audience, but yeah, I do wish he was Captain America instead. Um, there was concept art released for the Eternals, just showing off the suits. Um, they got the colors right. <laughs> am, am I the only one who didn't think that it looked good? Like, I was getting heavy Inhumans vibe, which is not good. <laughs> I was getting heavy Power Rangers 2017 vibes. Okay. For that movie, which... When the concept art was released, a lot of people did not like it. And then when the movie was released, the art looked very different from the actual mm-hmm. suits. So uh, this is concept art. It's not going to be the final look. It could be for some characters, but I doubt it will be for all. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, Kit Harrington was cast in that. Jon Snow. I don't want it. I never yes. had. But yeah, he's playing Game of Thrones gang. Yeah, he's playing. Uh, is he not the villain? Well, a villain, but not the villain of the movie. So, yeah, and I, I know nothing about Eternal, so I'm going in like a regular. Not a lot fair. of people do. I've known a little bit about a few of them, but as far as like the Eternals in general, I've never read an Eternals comic. Uh, some yeah. of them have been Avengers before, so I know them from that, but that's about mm. it. <laughs> I've never read Eternals, so it's kind of like uh, when Guardians of the Galaxy was released. Not a lot of people knew who any of the Guardians were. At the Very time, true. I only knew who Rocket Raccoon and Groot were. I didn't know who Starler was or Gamora or Drax, but now everyone does. Mm. So I guess Marvel's just trying to do that again. Yeah, uh, of course. More, yeah, more concept art was released for WandaVision, uh, the upcoming t- uh, TV show with WandaVision, Scarlet Witch and Vision. And it looks like it's based after Tom King's run, his and, uh, little comic and I run. guess. I guess what I said was confirmed now that Tom King was going to be writing it because he posted the poster. So, uh, I, I don't know if it's like officially confirmed, but he did post the poster with the caption. There you have it. So it's most likely confirmed. What what I had thought was remember when the price came out, the Heroes in Crisis tie-in, and only Williamson wrote it because uh, King was working on a TV show. I thought that's the TV show that he was working on. Oh, that makes sense. I could be wrong, but I thought that's like I thought he had announced that, or it got announced somewhere that he was doing Wandavision, and then he it was rumored he was working on a TV show. So, I just assumed. Yeah. Well, basically, for those who don't know, uh, this comic that we're talking about came out in 2014, I think. Uh, Tom King wrote it. It is about Vision creating a family to make the perfect modern, or I guess not so modern, more classic American style. It's very creepy. It's, it's very creepy, and, and the last issue just like leaves you thinking for a long time. The last two issues leave you thinking like like days after I finished it, I was just like still going through my mind. Same. It's kind of like the last issue of Mister Miracle too. Leaves I you still got to read that. I'm, it's, it's in my Amazon cart right now. I just got to check out. Just do it. <laughs> it's better than the Vision, in my opinion. <laughs> but Vision is really good. I understood the reference. Um, Thank you. I, I needed that. The thing is, though. <laughs> Uh, Scarlet Witch doesn't have a major role in this comic, so it looks like they're replacing Vision's made-up wife from the comic with Scarlet Witch. Also, had me thinking that maybe WandaVision isn't called WandaVision because it's WandaVision. It's maybe, Wanda's Vision. Yeah. Jeez. 
Um, yeah, yeah. This is basically like if you take the Vision comic, but instead of Vision making his perfect world, it's Wanda making her perfect world. So, and I feel like very slowly you'll see the first episode will be all happy and cheesy and creepy, but the next episode you'll see some missing pieces. Like maybe there's a hole in the wall, maybe the mirror's broken, but Wanda doesn't even look at it. Like she doesn't address a broken area because it's just a broken piece of her mind. This is all in her head. It could be a dream sequence. Because Vision is technically dead. I know he could be repaired, but maybe they don't want to repair him. Maybe they want to. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, what's the name? Paul. Paul, Paul Bettany. Bettany. I'm sure he's very happy that he doesn't have to put on that Vision makeup for the show. <laughs> I mean, he might have to at one point, but yeah, he does not like the Vision makeup at all. Yeah. Um, I think there's this movie called Dreamhouse. It is with uh, James Bond himself, Daniel Craig. I think that's his yep, name. Yep, Daniel Craig. It is about Daniel Craig uh, living. A perfect life with a perfect family but in reality he's living in like an abandoned house and it's all in his head and he doesn't actually have a family in there but uh-huh. i feel like this is kind of what wandavision is going to be like like she thinks she's living a perfect life but in reality her husband is dead and she just is convincing herself with their mind powers that he's alive and they have a perfect life but really she's in like this messed up state interesting i, I think that could be cool have you ever seen the movie uh, eternal sunshine of the spotless mind I have not. That is a long name. <laughs> I had to watch it for a film class uh, last year, two years ago. But anyway, um, it's like very trippy, like dream stuff. And you don't like. I want to rewatch it because like, there's so much going on. But um, if it had like a similar, if WandaVision did something similar to what that movie did, I would be very interested. Like, okay, um, like kind of like the dreams start to fall apart. Like uh, after a while in the dream, he starts seeing faces and they're all like blank and stuff. So. Okay, it kind of sounds like Dreamhouse in a way where, yeah, it's trippy in a way, and I want that to be one vision. I'm not yeah. really a fan of like major dream sequence things. I feel like <laughs> this could be. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I feel like dream sequences should be short and to the point, kind of like BVS did, and not what mm-hmm. Batman comics did, <laughs> where it's so long. But I think in this case, it could be really good, especially that we know that it's going to takes place right before doctor strange in the multiverse of madness i think they should just go nuts and make the entire show dream sequence and we don't know it's a dream sequence till maybe halfway through or something like that yes it definitely has a lot of potential i hope it's good me too i'm excited for it um next bit of news um the movie or i guess the show what if which is the animated what if this happened in the marvel uh, they confirmed that each episode will go over a different MCU movie, starting with Iron Man and working their way up to Far From Home. Or maybe not Far From Home anymore. They might skip <laughs> Far From Home and Homecoming. But uh, I guess till Endgame. Or maybe even they'll do Black Widow if that's out by then. I can't remember the release date for this. But yeah, so each episode will be taking the concept of, like, say, the Iron Man movie. And they'll be doing What If This Happened. They already confirmed that Captain America vs. Avenger... They're going over what if Steve Rogers was never discovered and said Peggy Carter was the one who did the super soldier serum. So that's Are they a cool going idea. chronological order of like MCU films? Yep. Or like like when they actually take place because like First oh. Avenger is technically the first MCU film by year but like not by release. I don't know. I hope so though. I think that'd be cool. Because when they said they were going to go film by film I figured you know they'd start with Iron Man and then go Incredible Hulk and you know yeah. on and on but if they're starting with Cap, I wonder if they're doing it in that kind of order. I'm not sure. I could see that. I want that, actually. <laughs> but it's okay <laughs> if they don't. So, my question for you is, give me an MCU movie and give me a what-if scenario. 
what if Uncle Ben was in Homecoming? Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, that's interesting. Um, on the spot. Yeah, a little on the spot. Um, I'll I say... I, I think you could go back to the Thor movies and do a what if to make them a little more interesting, like something with Thor, Thor 2. What if um, Thor 2 was like, good? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, what if Thor was, was never worthy? Or, you know... Like when he first gets the hammer in the uh, in Thor one, you know, when he first takes it out of the ground. Or was that okay. an after credit scene? But yeah, like, unworthy what, what if he never uh, took it out of the ground? Like, who would have gotten it instead? Like, say, Hela uh, came in. Hela, Hela. Hela. What if yeah. what if she came in earlier? Maybe something like that along those lines. Okay. I like to see the Thor mythos more explained, and not by Taiki Wakati, whatever the hell his name is. Taiki, <laughs> uh, yeah, that guy. Please yeah, don't give us Thor a bad Ragnarok review. Thor Love and Thunder. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say for mine, I have two ideas, and they're for the same movie, actually. What if in Civil War, they all agreed? And the movie never happened, I guess. Okay, that's a bad one. Uh-huh. What if in Civil <laughs> War... <still> agreement? <laughs> <laughs> what if in Civil War, Captain America actually killed Tony in the end? Okay. Um, if I were to do Civil War, I'd like to see, and I think I mentioned this on the podcast before, I'd like to see Th- uh, Thor on one team and Hulk on the other and how much more destruction that causes. Oh, yeah, that'd be a good one. The, the, the little airport battle ain't too much. You know, it's a little argument, but with two powerhouses there, what if, you know, Captain Marvel was also there? And what if, you know, mm-hmm. another Avenger was there? What Quick if? Quicksilver. Oh, yeah, that'd be a good one. What if Quicksilver never died? What if, yeah. what if I was thinking about saying that. Quicksilver? I'll say, um, what if the Mandarin was a real Mandarin in Iron Man 3? <laughs> what if Iron Man 3 wasn't complete and utter trash? What if they went over his uh, alcohol problem or his anxiety? What, what, yeah, what if they did Demon in a Bottle? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we're just ripping on the MCU at this point, but I like this idea of this show. And Yeah, I, no, what, I think it's very interesting in that the voice actors are coming back. Or the actors are coming back to voice them. I think it's cool. Yeah, like the actual cast. What if Star-Lord was more like his, his old comic counterpart as a very serious and dark character. Okay. I can see that um, like legit being, being, not that title, but like a darker Star-Lord. I thought they announced one where it was like um, Black Panther was on the Guardians of the Galaxy or something. That'd be weird. <laughs> I, I could be wrong, but I thought at D23 they announced like what a few of them were going to be, and I thought that was one of them, Black Panther taking Star-Lord's place on the Guardians of the Galaxy. That'd be which seems like kind of a waste of a what if but you know yeah that'd be strange to me yeah but anyway okay. um what if <laughs> yeah i'm excited for that what if wally never got treated like trash um next bit of news <laughs> I'd be a happy boy <laughs> yeah speaking of black panther black panther 2 was announced hey it's coming out 2020 start of may taking the usual avengers spot it seems Prepare uh, yourself for the overrated comments. Yep. <laughs> Every time it's in that, like a post, man, that's the entire comment section. I rewatched Black Panther like a couple months ago, just after Endgame came too, out, actually. And it's like people are like, "Oh, it's so overrated." Yeah, sure it is, but it's still a good movie. Like I enjoy it. I'm yeah, entertained. By there, it. There, there are some things that I wish they would have done differently. Like I, I felt like Claw was so underutilized. But... Of course. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't think it's a bad movie by any circumstance. Yeah, everyone was like, "Oh, Black Panther's trash because it's so overrated." It's like. It's overrated, sure, but it's pretty good. <laughs> like, I yeah. enjoy it. Um, but yeah, it's coming out. The uh, only cast member returned, like confirmed to return, I believe, is Black Panther himself, Chadwick Boseman. Oh, not even uh, the one who plays his sister? Uh, she's 
guarantee going to be but like the that was the only thing like Chadwick Boseman came on stage just like it's happening uh Wakanda forever and everyone cheered and that was about it but mm. if you notice Marvel posted on their Instagram Chadwick Boseman posted uh Kevin Feige don't I swear if I pronounce that wrong I'm sorry <laughs> he's got another two-star review thanks a lot Hunter. yeah <laughs> um <laughs> he posts on Twitter and all these people are posting like hey Black Panther all these official people and in each one Michael B. Jordan is commenting, like, just fire emojis and, like, so hyped and stuff like that and get ready. So, he's I mean, there were clear- rumors a while back that, that uh, Michael B. Jordan was going to be in Black Panther 2, but... Now, it might be actually happening because he, he keeps on commenting on, like, the these posts being like, woo, and stuff like that. I know, like, it's, like, one of his most successful movies ever, It's Black Panther 1, but maybe he yeah. will be returning. I remember when there was rumors that he was going to play uh, Blade, like, even though he played Killmonger, I was like, how does that even make sense? Although I guess they don't care about recasting characters. But anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't bring Killmonger back because I thought his ending was very satisfying. But Me too. I agree. I'd be a hard reason. Like, if they brought Vision back, it's like, okay, he's a robot. He could be repaired somehow. But Killmonger was the guy who got yeah. stabbed. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> So, we'll see. Lazarus Pit might happen. Oh, that's DC. Lazarus Pit. Marvel <laughs> might happen. Um, and speaking of MCU, well, I guess this is all MCU stuff, but Taki Wakiti, the director. He's got us another two-star review. God oh, damn man, I can't pronounce <laughs> names. Bruki Wayne. Um, he's being eyed. This, that's the director of Thor, Ragnarok, and Love and Thunder. He also plays Korg in the MCU. Hey, man. Um, he's being eyed for the Suicide Squad movie with James Gunn directing and no confirmation. He hasn't said anything. It's just like heavily reported like he's going to be in this movie and no word on what he's playing yet. So what do you think? I I don't think the Suicide Squad is going to be good. I, I feel like Ooh. Gunn's going to make it a lot like Guardians of the Galaxy 2. And I know I'm going to get some hate for that one because people seem to love Guardians of the Galaxy 2. But I, I'm just not interested. I, I've never really been into the Suicide Squad as a team. Like I've read them before, and there's some decent comics, you know, some good comics with them. But the second new Fifty Two run is good. For, yeah, I enjoyed the back half of the new Fifty Two run, but I just don't think they work because it's like a movie. Yeah, that's personally. fair. Um, I'm not necessarily looking forward to it. I mean, we know nothing about this movie besides Margot Robbie's returning. <laughs> yeah, we know some cast. We don't even know who a lot of people are playing yet. But yeah. We know nothing about this movie, so my hype is low, of course, but I think, like, once the trailer's out, I might... I'll be interested, for sure, and I'm gonna see a day one for a hero story. Yeah, review. exactly. But I don't know if it'll be good or not. Yeah. But yeah, he's gonna be in this movie, apparently. Um, Spider-Man Far From Home had a Blu-ray re- release that was... Well, not yet. It's coming out, but the cover was released, and it is worse than every poster they've ever shown. Okay, for, first of all, the the Spider Man. So they show Spider Man and Mysterio like side by side on the bottom, and it is the same exact Spider Swing from the cover of Homecoming Blu-ray. They just, I don't even think they did the right pants because they look kind of blue. But okay, yeah, what they that did is the laziest photo. Like it, you remember the Homecoming cover? It has him and Iron Man and Iron Man flying and then yeah. he's swinging. That, that is the same exact pose. It is the same pose. It's the same image. The only thing they did is they photoshopped the blue parts of his suit black. I, I honestly think I could have made something better on Pixar. Like, <laughs> yeah. They made his pants black, like, and, like, little places around his wrists and stuff, which 
is like black and red suit has some different look like it has like the shoulder areas are covered and like the hand areas are covered and the forearms are covered and this is not it's just his stark suit but with black which we never see in the movies which is weird <laughs> yeah this is bizarre to me it's awful it is the second worst like in spider-man far from home has had terrible posters and whatnot but this isn't the worst one i think the worst one is the one where they have uh nick fury but they flipped it which makes the eye patch on the wrong eye <laughs> it's being promoted everywhere it's like who's yeah, doing this <laughs> Yeah, those are some bad posters. I mean, when you have like boss logic in your employee and he's made so many, you know, Spider-Man posters, yeah. why are you not using one of those? Exactly. And, I, and I've said this about comic book movies for a while. Why are you, you have comic book artists that work for your company. Why are you not having them design? That's a like, good com, point. Com, comic book, like Alex Ross does amazing Captain America covers. Why is he not doing movie covers for like the MCU? He works for Marvel. And well, actually... I know this isn't Marvel, but Jim Lee has done covers for things. Yeah. Jim yeah, Lee like, did Justice League uh, 4K uh, release cover and yeah, Batman v Superman 4K. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, DC's doing it. Marvel really needs to do it, especially for Spider-Man. Patrick Gleason's going to be on Spider-Man in like a month. He would be great to do covers. Yeah, I just like I, I just think you have so many creative comic book covers over the year, and you have so many great cover artists. Like, why are they not designing the posters? Like, so many movies put out ugly ass posters that I'm like, huh? Yeah, I mean, some of them are amazing. Don't like, don't get me wrong, but some of them like this. I even say Justice League. Besides the solo character picture posters, pretty much all the group posters were garbage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it's just them, like know. PNGs of them standing in like a desert. <laughs> you, yeah, you literally have Jim Lee as your like chief creative officer. Why is he not? Uh, I don't get comic companies. Uh, frustrating. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, ugly ass cover. Terrible. <laughs> uh, next bit of news is Black Widow. Let's stick with MC for now. Black Widow will have three to five different suits in her solo movie, which is out in May. Which uh, almost nobody cares about. <laughs> well, I mean, the one on her poster, that's extremely comic accurate. Like, you got, like, the golden uh, things on her wrists. And you got the symbol on her belt, so that's nice. Uh, we know we're here she's getting a white suit, which is pretty cool. She will likely have her Civil War suit. Because this takes place mm. before a Civil War and, and uh, Infinity War. And probably mm. her Infinity War suit, so there's four. And I guess she'll get one more. I liked her Age of Ultron yeah. suit. I'd like to see that return. With the blue lining. I think my favorite Black Widow look is Iron Man 2. Like when she's first introduced. Yeah, that was a good look too. I like that and Age of Ultron. Eh. Uh, <laughs> not much else to say about that. Um, yeah. Three new MCU mo- show- shows, not movies, were announced. One being, I guess we'll go over them one at a time. They were She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, and Moon Knight. We'll go over She-Hulk first. She-Hulk saving a show. What do you think? Uh, never really been interested in the character, and I hate the way she's written in Avengers, the current run. Me too. But, um, I heard there's a great, I think it might be John Byrne. Somebody has a great She-Hulk run that I've heard a lot about, so, could be cool. Uh, she's popular. Not, I'm not interested in the character, like, I don't see myself watching this show, so. Um, Miss Marvel, another character I've just never really been interested in. I never really read her, just I've never really had a draw to her. Um. So that's another one that I doubt I'll be watching and just not enough interest. And Moon Knight. Moon Knight's somebody I've always wanted to read, but I've never gotten into. But I see panels online all the time, and I'm like, all right, I got to get into it. But uh has potential. Yeah. 
Uh, my fear for She-Hulk is that it'll be really similar to Jessica Jones and Daredevil, like, combined. Which is good. I just feel like we've seen them before. Oh, I'm a uh-huh. lawyer who's also secretly a superhero, and I'm strong. And that's my powers. So I'm like, I hope, hope, hope that Mark Ruffalo will have a role in this. I'm like assuming a minor that- role. This might be a very unpopular opinion. I've never been interested in Mark Ruffalo's Hulk. Never? Ever. For any movies? I think he's had cool scenes. Like, I'm always angry. Great. But even since 2012, I don't think he's had any good scenes. But I just, I don't know. I'm, I've never been into him as the character. Like, I just, Fair. I see him as Mark Ruffalo, not Edward. Uh, I'm not Edward. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's up? Bruce Hulk? Banner. <laughs> Bruce Banner. There we go. <laughs> Total brain fart. <laughs> I was at Ed Norton. <laughs> I, yeah, I like him as Hulk. Hulk. I, I think he's, oh, well, I think post um age of ultron he's been bad but that's not his fault i guess um he was good for the first five minutes of infinity war but yeah i understand the hate but i do hope he's in she hulk miss marvel why are we getting a miss marvel show this soon this character came out in like 2013 maybe 2012 latest and uh, maybe 2011 but she's like a new character i know she's like extremely popular but she also, like, she got her name because she liked Captain Marvel. She, in a way, was an ally to Captain Marvel. And Captain Marvel, keep in mind, was just debuted this year. It hasn't even been a year since the Captain Marvel movie came out. It hasn't even been ten months. Has it? Yeah. So, I find it kind of odd that we're getting I'm, this if so I'm soon. Not mista- if I'm not mistaken, isn't Miss Marvel's origin tied to the Inhumans? I don't know much about her, but I thought that... Part of her origins includes the Inhumans. So I wonder, uh, that's like another thing, another part of the news. Uh, Inhumans being considered to be recast and made a movie now. Uh, so I wonder if that needs to come out first before Miss Marvel. Because like, I, I thought, I could be wrong here, but I thought with her origin that ties in. I have no idea. <laughs> I'd have to look. I'd have to look. I'll look it up after the show. But anyway, uh, yeah. And then you got to confirm if you're lying. Inhumans not, not really interested. Um, I watched like the first two episodes of the show and I was like, what? I didn't watch um, any of the show. I'd love to see Lockjaw, but... Uh, I love Black Bolt as a character. I think he is a fantastic character. That's the only one I'd keep from the original cast because I thought he was pretty good, but... Uh, just give him a suit, though. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I'm just... Black Bolt's so cool. A character that could blow up a planet by whispering and is forced to be mute. I think that's such a cool idea. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, it might happen. Moon Knight... However, I agree with you. I haven't read much in Moon Knight. I want to get into them. The panels I've seen online are really good, just like you said. Uh, there's one panel from the Warren Ellis run, which I've been hunting. I've been to five comic stores in the past week looking for this and two chapters, which is a bookstore. And I can't find imagine, it anywhere. Imagine not being in America, not being able to order on Amazon for 12 bucks. It's 50 <laughs> bucks in on Amazon.ca. It's weird. <laughs> like, why? In the, good old, in the good old USOA, it is only about 12 bucks. So. Jeez. It looks really mm-hmm. good, though. There's a scene where a guy's trying to shoot Moon Knight, who's, and he's a vigilante, so he's dodging it. And the guy's like, why can't I hit you? And Moon Knight just whispers, because I'm not real, and knocks him out. I'm like, that's so freaking cool. Yeah. I want to remove that. <laughs> but yeah, those are the MCU shows. And uh, now that's it for the Marvel news. A bit of DC move, like a Joker trailer dropped. Uh, I guess we should go over that <laughs> pretty quick. I um, mean, th- I mean, it's, it's a lot of like the same footage, but I just want to like just because we're running a little late with the news. But I think Joker looks fantastic. I'm really excited for this movie, and 
I think it's going to be like, I don't want to oversell it, but I think it could be Dark Knight type level, like especially acting. Oh, me too. I, I think this, this is going to be top tier. And I think this is a new wave of comic book films that don't have to be this giant CGI, $300 million budget, you know? And I think this could be cool. It's going to be up there with movies like The Dark Knight, Logan, and Winter Soldier, which are like the types of superhero movies that don't feel like superhero movies. In a good yeah, way. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd even throw a Watchmen. I know Watchmen has like a lot of, you know, big fight scenes and stuff, but I feel like that doesn't feel like a superhero movie just with all the stuff going on, all the subplots and stuff. Yeah, that's true. No, I agree with that. V for, v for Vendetta type stuff. So, I, so I, I think this has a lot of potential, and I, I'm a big Joaquin fan, Phoenix fan, so uh, I know he doesn't take any role lightly. Like, he acts his heart out on every role, so I'm so, so excited. Yeah, and just really like excited. when he when he said "call me Joker," like I, I got little chills on my arm. Introduce me as Joker. Yeah, or when he's yeah, laughing and then he just goes serious face right after. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'm so excited. This is gonna be great. We live in a society. But yeah, I'm so excited for the movie. <laughs> but um, do you think this movie is actually happening? <laughs> it, <laughs> I'm never gonna let that one down. I can't wait till they review it because you're just gonna call me out. But anyway, I am. Um, yeah. JD it, made uh like a, over a year ago. I feel like on the podcast. He made a theory saying the Joker movie is never going to happen. Listen, so that's I before. Will... This is when I thought it was a Jared Leto Joker movie, not tied to Joaquin Phoenix. I'm still going to re- say it every time <laughs> it's brought up. I, I'm aware. Uh, anyway, in comic news, Doomsday Clock. You remember that comic that came out 35 years ago? Uh, it's coming out next week. What? what? <laughs> Gary Clark? Frank posted on Twitter being like, it exists and showed the Doomsday Clock cover. And even though it says November on there, it is officially coming out next week. I know that's not technically news because we've known that for like a month, but everyone kind of, I don't know. I thought everyone forgot. I forgot about it until just the like, other day when he posted on Twitter. So Doomsday Clock is so big. I can almost guarantee that when it drops, next week's podcast title will be something including Doomsday Clock. So. Oh, we're going to review the hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, very excited for that. And uh, in indie comic news, I know indie comics. When do we ever talk about that? Uh, a comic that I, oh, I knocked over my microphone. A comic that I am editing. Uh, and written by the account on Instagram, superhero underscore fix, uh, called Stride, is coming out very soon. It is pretty much fully done. I think it's off to the printers, and uh, I've looked at it, and I'm very excited because, well, I worked on it. <laughs> uh, my name is going to be on the front of a comic, so. My name will be in the thank you section. Work. Yay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm, re- I'm really excited for that to drop. So uh, you can check it out if you want to. It's I think the account is stride underscore comic. And, uh, yeah, it's cool stuff. We'll, uh, we'll put something in the description, how about, about it? Yeah. If you want to show your support. It, it looks pretty cool. The costume is really neat. I like the stride look. So yeah. looking forward to it. And, uh, and yeah, that's, that's it. it for the news of the week. So let's bounce. I know we, it took so long in the news. Uh, let's bounce to the comics. Uh, there were a lot of comics this week. Hunter, pick of the week, cover of the week. Putting you on the spot. Oh, crap. Okay. Uh, pick of the week will probably be... Uh, uh, okay, well, you go first. <laughs> I'm like searching. All right. Right P- pick of the week, I think Justice League 30. I'm between Justice League 30 and Superman 14. I really liked both, but... I think I'm going to go Justice League 30, just slightly over Superman. Um, and as for cover of the week, I think I got to go Captain America. It's a great Alex Ross cover, and I was just talking about him. So, Captain yeah, America. Yeah, I'll say cover of the week will be Captain America. And pick of the week might actually be Batman Superman. I loved Justice League a lot, but it was mostly setup issue. And we'll probably review that first, I'll say. That's yeah, that's right. fine. But yeah, it, just it, it, it Batman is Superman is great. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the beginning of the uh, Doom Justice Doom War, 
And uh, we get a vision of Lex Luthor conquering the League. And uh, it's luckily just a vision. And he takes down Flash and Green Lantern and brutally, uh, you know, the ultraviolet stuff takes over Green Lantern and he turns Flash into a baby. So definitely some bad stuff going on. But luckily it's just a vision. Uh, Starman says that every way he sees it, they lose. So not looking good for the Justice League. Starman Um, is a character from the future who came back in time to be like, hey, in three days, you're all going to die. This is how. So we got to stop it. (laughs) Um, Meanwhile, Lex is working with Perpetua, who has finally risen. Uh, Very creepy looking in the back. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, the Justice League is dead. So Perpetua is creator of the universe, for those who don't know. Yeah. So uh, the Justice League recruit everyone they can. There's uh, a big page of a bunch of heroes, and they have they need all hands on deck for this war. So everyone is honorary Justice League deputies. Any character um, you are shocked to see or happy to see? Um, I'm kind of shocked that... Huh, I didn't really look at the page that much. Uh, Simon Vaz is there, yeah. so he's alive. <laughs> I don't know if that's the one you're referencing. I don't think he has any dialogue, but no, I wasn't referencing anyone. I'm just saying, is there anyone oh. you like, are happy to see? Yeah, I mean, not that I'm even that big of a Simon Vaz fan, but he hasn't been in a comic in a long time, so he's alive. Yeah, I'm happy to see him. I'm happy to see Shazam on the league again. Supergirl and Batgirl on the league is a cool idea. So Kyle Rayner's in the background. I love Kyle Rayner, Green Lantern. Uh, Donna Troy is in this. Love Donna. Yep. Don't make and her don't make her an alcoholic. She's so much more. Um Firestorm's yeah. there. He has no idea he's gonna kill a lot of people in a few years. Until they make Doomsday Clock not canon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um anyway, uh so we get a cool page which kind of explains um kind of how all how all the Justice League's powers play into Justice and how all the Legion of Doom play into Doom with some like really cool pages and Lots of speech that go with it. So it explains the speed force and the emotional spectrum, the sphere of the gods, which is Wonder Woman, the life force, and which was uh, Aquaman, right? That, that was something that happened in Aquaman recently. Yeah. So uh, that was pretty cool. Um, and then, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just I thought it was interesting the way they kind of drew it out and how you see like all their heads and silhouettes in the background. Yeah. I'm doing um, a thing. Referencing, they referenced Joker on the Legion of Doom, which we haven't seen in a while. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if that was on purpose or not. Or oh, I guarantee you it was. It's just, you know. Yeah. Um, anyway, Starman reveals, uh, he actually says, a year of the villain, which is like a little on the nose, DC. Like, we know it's your event. But anyway, um, <laughs> um, he has like this cane, and uh, it's a piece of the totality. And that's what Lex Luthor was like searching his body for, like when he first found Starman. And um, he thinks that he still has his piece of the totality, but they need to go. Uh, one team needs to go to the future, and one team needs to go to the past to get it. It's kind of like an endgame type plot. Oh, God, <laughs> it, it like, is. I didn't even think of it that. It feels like they're collecting something for somebody, and the, a, a team goes to the future, a team goes to the past. But anyway, um, the, the team split up, and it's going to be the Trinity for one team, and then uh, Flash and Green Lantern for another. Um, I don't think. Mera and Hawkgirl are staying back, I think. As yeah, they are to defend the portals in case danger happens. Kind of keep in watch. Um, anyway, um, in between all this, uh, somebody's watching in the Justice League with a really creepy, like, kind of snaky-looking mask. Yeah, I mean, um, the Justice League kind of just invited every superhero they could into the Hall of Justice, so this guy yeah. just had a fake ID, and he wasn't old enough. Yeah. 
<laughs> so uh lex luther uh shows perpetua all his villains that he has and um is there any reason that all these villains had kind of weird designs like harley quinn and catwoman uh yes there I mean, is kind of they didn't really explain villain stuff or yeah you know the offer how lex luther went around giving everyone yeah. stuff i think it's just something to do with that lex luther okay, has been going like, around and has like a bizarre suit i don't read harley quinn so i don't know <laughs> maybe she got in that but i know she got an offer so yeah. every we know DC Captain villain, Cole's got the upgrade. So, yeah, yeah, you can see sense. him, and you see Mecha Manta in the back, which is a terrible idea, in my opinion. But Black Manta is now in a Power Rangers mech. So, and uh, also Plastic Man is that Plastic Man? Uh, no, I don't think it's Plastic Man because wasn't he on the DC one? He was, uh, but he's also one? here. So I th- I think he has a villain that's like has the same powers as him, like every hero oh, does. Okay. Um, do you see behind uh, Lobo with braids and? Uh, Kind of like to the right of the reverse elongated man. Uh, is that Red Hood or is that Leviathan? Oh, you know that? That's Red Hood. Leviathan doesn't really have the hood like that. Oh, okay. That's so definitely Red Hood. Red Hood. And Red Hood did get an offer. So yeah, no, I knew he got an offer, but I was trying to look for him the first time, but I didn't notice him. But now I just noticed him. But anyway, I just did too. Um, Catwoman's here for some reason. Yeah, I feel like she'd be more breaking, of a hero. Breaking but... Batman's heart and helping yeah. villains. Yeah. What uh, the heck? <laughs> Um, so they, the teams go into the future and into the past. And of course, Flash has to crack a thousand jokes, which always frustrates the hell out of me. Um, he wants to go Jump back and see dinosaurs. Thank, thank, thank you, Scott Snyder. Very cool. World's um, ending and he wants to see that. When, when the teams go to their location, though, there are already symbols of doom there. So they know they're too late because Lex beat them there. And, uh, so in the the Trinity is being attacked by someone and uh, Batman gets tackled and they get down and uh, it's Kamandi and mm-hmm. um, the last boy on earth. Yeah. The last boy on earth. And they have like tie. He's teamed up with tigers and like a big like bear looking thing. I'm and then uh, anyway, flashing, flashing green lantern uh, gets surrounded and a speedster runs by Barry and a light of green goes around them. And who is it? But the justice society of America, Francis bum, Monopoly. Bum, bum. <laughs> I was about to say, was that the last page by Monopoly? Yeah. Uh, but yes, Justice Society is back, but very confusing with how this all ties in. It seems they clock. Hopefully that'll like, get explained. Uh, Scott Snyder said Doomsday Clock is still canon, but... He said it's still canon, but like it's its own thing. And they're very contradicting. I feel like one day they're just going to make it not canon. Like That's my not. prediction. Uh, but yeah, my, they I, look my great. predictions are wrong, but yeah. Uh, Justice League, what do you think? It was great. Um, I'm, curi- I'm excited for Justice Society. I'm curious how they're going to do Kamandi. Because Kamandi is mm-hmm. such a cool idea. I'm just wondering how they're going to do it with just one writer. For those who don't know, Kamandi is a character that DC kind of DC writers play with occasionally. They did one about a year, maybe two years ago, where one person will write an issue about Kamandi, the last boy on Earth, kind of just like a survival story. And then a different writer will write issue two and another writer issue three, and none of them tell each other what they're planning. So they just take off where the last writer left off. They only have one issue and they do whatever they want with it. And then the next writer has to do something with what happened. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a cool idea, but now he's being in like an actual DC book. So I'm like, how is that going to work? Yeah. So we'll have to wait to find out. Yeah, good issue. Uh, so what do you, what do you rate the issue? I give it I know it it's a, more of a setup, but yeah, it's more of a setup, but it's a good setup. So I'll say like nine. Yeah. I'm, I'm at like the 8.59 area. The, didn't really have any problems with it. I enjoyed I mean, it. It's got a very end game type plot. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> it's cool. Um, anyway, that's Justice League. Uh, let's go on to Superman. 
Do you remember oh, yeah, that came out. Hunter, Hunter got to read this two weeks ago. Lucky man. This came out two weeks ago. So. No, you just have your old one, right? All right, what's sorry? Did, did you like get a new one this week or no? You just had uh, Superman 14 two weeks ago. My comic store gave it to me. And I'm just like, oh, I already have this issue. They're like, what? How do you have this issue? I'm like, no reason. I'm just going <laughs> to... Black market. <laughs> yeah, even though the, I bought it from them, I guess they didn't realize that they put some on the shelf by accident two weeks ago. Uh-huh. But yeah, I read this issue a while ago, so <laughs> okay, it's yeah, good. Lucky you. Now we got the correct cover with uh, the House of L and Zod. Uh, this issue, I really thought I was going to get my wish, but uh, I felt like I was close. But anyway, uh, you Superman, are yeah. Superman, the House of L, and the family of Zod are in front of a bunch of different aliens. Uh, any aliens stick out to you? Uh, Atrocitus, Red Lantern. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Leader. Atrocitus. I was like, oh, um, snap. My issue's bag and boarded right now, and in the box. As of two okay. weeks ago, so I don't have it in front of me right now, but okay. I remember yeah, Atrocitus. I Atrocitus was the one that stuck out to me. I was just trying to see if you noticed. But anyway, um, he's trying to explain uh, what happened, and then we get flashback to what actually happened. So uh, in the ruins of Krypton, uh, Z- uh, Jor-El and Superman are going, and Superman doesn't really know what they're doing, but Z- uh, Jor-El is, all, is setting something up because he's always setting something up. Uh, he thinks like a, war, a warrior, even though he's a scientist. Um, Rogal Zar, Zod, and Jaxar are all chasing them. And uh, in the ruins of Krypton, I guess, since there's so many fragments of the planet, uh, people, Kry- Krypton, Kry- Krypton people, people of Krypton cannot survive there. Yeah, basically, it's, um, it's, basically it's the Krypton gas. It's the yeah. gas or something like that, so you need to wear a breathing. I guess it's not just the gas because it affects your skin too, because you can't be out there too long. Yeah, because there's so much. It's basically all kryptonite around you from the fragments of the planet. Oh yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so, uh, so Zod sees that there are the ruins of Krypton, and he uh, basically turns into like a giant laser, and like you brought us to Krypton, Krypton, and Rogue goes like Zod, we had a deal, and then he gets smashed in the face by Zod. And um, he says that it's time, and they all start to stand up to Rogal Zar. So uh, he was playing with all the guys, such as Jack Zar, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Uh, and Su- Superman wants to go help him, but Jor-El's like, no, you can't go out there. You'll, you'll die. Uh, and then their ship explodes, the uh, Zod and Rogal Zar and all that. And they're all out in the ruins of Krypton. And uh, Jor-El wants to leave them all there to die, but you know, Superman can't let people die. Superman. Uh, yeah. So he, he goes out there with the mask, and he goes to save Zod. And... Uh, we got a big reveal that Rogal Zar is Kryptonian. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, didn't see that coming, actually. I mean, I feel like I should have seen it coming, but I didn't. He must be like a weird Kryptonian that went on to go some experiments or something, because he does not look Kryptonian. Maybe like how Doomsday became Doomsday, because it was like a, a Krypton science project that went wrong. Yeah, I guess so, Possibly. but was Doomsday an actual Krypton? I, I don't think I, I so. If I'm not mistaken, I thought he was like a prisoner on Krypton, and then they did the experiments on him because he was in prison. He said a few origins, so I'm not too sure. And, and anyway, um, so uh, Superman goes to fight. Superman and Zod go to fight Rogal Zar, and I don't know. I feel like this fight goes very quickly. Like I felt like it could have been explored a little more. But anyway, um, basically, Kara, John, and Crypto all show up, and uh, Jor-El's face lights up, and he goes, "The House of L." And uh, they're all hitting Rogal's R back and forth, and uh, they, uh, the, the elite, the Th- the Thanagarian Black Guard come, and they crash yeah, the party, and they they're like come to- untitled police because the police yeah. of the universe are Green Lanterns. So yeah, they're like, and, uh, 
And they say the House of L is under arrest. Uh, and that brings us to where we are now, where we started the, at the beginning of the party. So, uh, uh, issue rather. So, Superman's explaining uh, everything that happened. And um, John actually suggests that what if they make a United Nations with the planets, the United Planets? Good idea. How has this never happened before? <laughs> so, um, all the aliens are not really feeling it. And uh, we find out that Jor-El got, Jor-El's the only one that they won't release. Um, very weird piece, piece of dialogue here. Um, I don't know if you noticed it too. So um, somebody yells out Zod and it's uh, Ursa, Zod's wife. But I guess Ben just wanted people to know that. So Zod goes, Ursa, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we know because they just did this whole thing in Howl Pals. But I guess people yeah, yeah, didn't I mean, read I, I get that he's trying to show people that, yes, Ursa's Zod's wife. But like, it just came out so weird. Like she calls Zod and he's like, Ursa, my wife. Like. <laughs> it, it, it I reads think really weird. The way you're saying it might be like I think it's more like Ursa, my wife, and say like Ursa, my no, it's, wife. It's, 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 my it's wife. Ursa exclamation point. My wife exclamation point. Like I guess so. I feel like you could have just put Ursa exclamation point, and then in one of like the little like editor boxes they do, just put like Ursa is Zod's wife. See Hal and Pals. I don't know. Or, yeah, I, just thought, I, I just thought it, like, it came out really weird. I know Bendis has some weird dialogue sometimes, but <laughs> yeah, um, the idea, the, uh, none of the aliens are feeling the uh, the idea of the United Planets until the uh, Legion of Superheroes show up, and uh, they're here to recruit somebody. And Superman's like, "Oh, I'm flattered, but you know, I got work to do on Earth." Like, uh, no offense, Superman, but we're actually talking to John Kent, the creator of the United Planets. So, John Kent's a big deal in the future, and uh, yeah, this is the setup of John going to the. Legion of Doom. I mean, Legion of Doom. Legion of Superheroes. Which I'm like, eh, it's too soon. But, okay. You know, I'll take ben, it. I'll take it. Bendis clearly has big plans for John. <laughs> yeah, at least it's better than the rumors that Bendis was going to just pretend John didn't exist. So. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the issue? Um, I thought it was, I thought it was really good. When I read it last two weeks ago. Like, I, I can't stop yeah, saying that. read it in advance. Um, I never really hesitated when I read Ursa, my wife, but now I think it, that's the funniest just, thing in the world. It, it looks so weird. <laughs> like, like I, I totally 100% understand Bendis is just trying to introduce for people who don't know, you know, Zod's family that it's his wife, but like Ursa, my wife, <laughs> what should have happened is all when like Ursa over here and she went over and then maybe a Thanagarian guard was like, Whoa, who's this? And then he'd be like, this is my wife. She's with me. The end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's better ways to introduce them than Zod just like straight up saying it. Like, I don't know. Can you imagine like somebody saying that about their wife in real life? Like, that's how I try to treat a lot of dialogue. Could it ever happen in real life? Weird. A lot of it yeah. could. That is a little weird. Um, all in all, though, I give it a nine out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm at nine, too. I really like this issue other than the weird, clunky dialogue. And uh, I'm excited to see where Legion of Superheroes goes. So, yeah. I think John could do a lot of good things there, even if it means we won't have Super Sons for a while. Yeah, where, where. Um, Flash seventy-seven. <laughs> um, oh, did you not want to go to Flash seventy-seven? No, I was just saying. Da, da, da. I was just. Saying. Oh. Um, all right. So the rogues look different now. Captain Cold has a new suit because of the offer from Lex Luthor. Heatwave actually still kind of looks similar, but a little different. And Weather Wizard looks insane. He looks uh, like he a like, goblin. <laughs> yeah, he looks like yeah, kind of like a like a veiny green goblin, and uh, yeah. he is the assassin of Mother Nature. Um, yeah, I really don't understand what they were doing here, but okay. The rogues have powers wizard. again. Hey, I like that. Not my weather wizard. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm picky with the rogues because I love Jeff John's rogues so much. So. Basically, yeah, Captain Cold and Heatwave come to recruit weather wizard back by going like, 
Weather yeah, Wizard. Weather Wizard is like talking, talking about the planet and uh, Captain Cold's like, all right, I'll take that as a yes. Um, the Black Flash, remember that guy? He is attacking steadfast and he wants to kill all the forces. Um, I really love the way Rafa Sandoval did the art here. If you don't know Rafa Sandoval, he did the art for a good portion of Houghton Pals. Um, and I'm glad they have him on Flash for the time being because I like him a lot. Yeah, uh, I'm glad I, it he's was. A nice guy, he's a nice guy too. Black Flash also wasn't just used as like a, hey, it's Black Flash. Okay, bye. Like, he seems to be the plot of this arc, which I like. Yeah. yeah. Also, whoa, so I he, just realized Jake Eric's helmet's in this page. Sorry. Yeah, you're a little ahead of me. But yes, uh, it is. I noticed it the first time around. I know, I didn't post for five days. What am I doing? Slacker. School's yeah, been kicking my ass. What are you doing? <laughs> and all today, I only posted a meme. What am I doing? I'll post panels tomorrow. Anyway, um, uh, Black Flash is attacking Steadfast, so Barry... Uh, this is another issue that has some really weird dialogue. I forget which one like really stood out to me, but I'm like, what the hell just happened? Um, but anyway, um, uh, Barry takes Steadfast and runs away. Black Flash is chasing them down, and uh, he wants Avery and Lawless to kind of distract the Black Flash in a way. And uh, Black Flash actually talks here, and he says, new forces must die. And they have like, a really cool panel of him like uh, – shooting like a tornado arm at Kid Flash and Avery, which looked cool. Um, they set up like a still force body on the ground and uh, Black Flash thinks it's uh, steadfast, but it's actually just a still force thing. Oh, that was a weird dialogue. <laughs> they just have Black Flash like in his speech bubble have a question mark. Like, why? Why did that have to be a speech bubble? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so stupid. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> like, I, I hate, like, cause a, lot of re- a lot of writers do that. Like, they have to do um, an exclamation point, a question mark, or a dot, dot, dot in a speech bubble. Like, why? That should not be in a speech bubble. I'm sorry, it shouldn't. Yeah. Any- anyway, anyway um, Flash and Steadfast are chilling because they got away for now. Uh, but they don't feel the Black Flash chasing them anymore. Black Flash kind of just vibrated and disappeared. So, who knows where he's off to. Well, he's off to find more speedsters. Yeah, <laughs> as they describe. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, Barry decides that uh, Avery and Kid Flash need to take care of Central City because he needs to go find the other Force users because Black Flash will surely be after them. So he goes to Fuerza, who has the Strength Force, who was in the arc, um, the Force Quest arc. Yeah. Uh, her and Flash aren't on good terms, but she seems to like Steadfast, so um, they get along enough that uh, Fuerza comes with them, even though she doesn't trust Barry. Um, and she also takes down uh, the shark. So, King Shark. Yeah, but they call him the shark in this issue. They never call him King Shark. Did you notice that? Oh, no, I didn't. I just saw it was yeah. King Shark. And I was like, oh, it's. Yeah, like Actually, yeah, like- no, this isn't King Shark. King Shark yeah, is a it- hammerhead shark. Yeah, this that's why like- I think it's a different character. It's the shark. Because oh. <laughs> he's like, when he says, when he likes Fuerza, he's like, how would you like to be Mrs. the Shark? <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> if it was King Shark, he probably would have been like, "How would you like to be Queen Shark?" But either way, stupid dialogue. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, it's not good. Anyway, um, uh, Fuerza decides to come along with them, and then they go to the Sage Force user, who is the criminal from, I don't even remember the arc, but uh, the guy who likes to rob places, and he uses the Sage it was Force. Force Quest. Force. Oh, that, okay, that was part of Force yeah. Quest too. I forgot. Short term memory. Uh, but anyway, uh, Barry grabs him off like a zip line while he's about to rob something, and. Uh, through his age force, he gets to see a vision of the Black Flash, and he says, "Holy crap! What the hell is a Black Flash?" So uh, it kind of uh, reminds me of in X Men: Days of Future's Past when Wolverine loses his memories for a bit, 
And Professor X is like, oh, you're on acid. Lost the loss of acid. And then he looks and Beast is right there. And he goes like, what the hell is that? Uh, <laughs> you, you, know what, uh, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> uh, I love Days of Future Past. So, yes, I do know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, um, Barry talks about how if they work together, they can take it down. But uh, since the Sage Force can read his mind, he says he's lying. Flash has no idea who can stop this monster. And he won't stop until we're dead. So being the selfish man he is, he decides that he's going to take Fuerza, Flash, and uh, St- uh, Force down and says that you guys can be bait while I make a run for it. So uh, next, War of the Forces. Um, yeah. What do you think of the issue? I thought it was a good issue. This is like a, an actually really good Flash issue. I don't know. Black Flash makes me really excited. <laughs> so we haven't seen this guy in forever, and I'm glad that they're using him and not just being like, when he was in the last issue, I'm like, oh, okay, they're going to get rid of him in like two pages and then go on with the arc. But like, he's a threat, and he's a real threat that everyone's afraid of, and I love that. Yeah. And he's going to be a next issue, hopefully. Looks like it. So I'm I'm excited. Zombie Flash is cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I rated. I gave it like a eight. Yeah, I'm at, I'm at like a seven, maybe seven point five. Um, it's a pretty good issue, but question mark. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's cool. <laughs> I really like the art. Um, we'll see where the story goes. I, I think Black Flash hunting down the forces is interesting. I mean, if you're gonna have the forces stay as a steady thing, it makes sense. So yeah, uh, I kind of like it. Uh, Want to do lightning round? You got a minute yeah, to well, review each one. Yeah, yeah, ba- basically. All right, so. Uh, Tech 1010. So in the last issue, um, Deadshot was taking over the plane that Bruce Wayne was on because he needed to kidnap billionaires, but the plane got struck by lightning, so they got stuck on an island, and here we are. Uh, Deadshot has everyone from the plane like tied up, or not tied up, but like kept near the plane, and uh, he's keeping them all safe, but he's also mean to all of them, and he's shooting things around them, and he uh, shoots this big uh, Black Panther. Black Panther. And, uh, <laughs> T'Challa, and, no! <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, anyway... Um, Bruce is with these two guys. I actually thought this was a really interesting story. Uh, one was a Japanese soldier and one was an American soldier uh, during World War II. And they both were in a dogfight in planes and they both crashed and uh, they were on the beach. The American soldier was about to kill the Japanese soldier until he realized that uh, he was about to die in a fire. So he decides that he's going to get him out of the fire. And they end up working together and they've been on the island for like 70 years. So very they tough. They each other their, their own languages and they became friends. Yeah. So a really interesting story, actually. I really like that story. And Bruce informs them that the Americans and the Allies won the war, uh, World War II, that is. And uh, yeah, they, he catches them up on like what's been happening in you know the world in the last seventy years. Uh, anyway, the Black Panther is one of their friends. Uh, his name is Tanaka. Name of a Yankees pitcher, actually. Yeah. Uh, anyway, and time. Sorry, I was timing you for a minute. Oh man. <laughs> but keep going. <laughs> anyway, the, anyway, the issue ends with uh, Deadshot uh, about to shoot Bruce Wayne because Bruce dresses up as Batman. Yeah, that's not as suspicious at all. Why would Batman be on a plane of like thirty people? Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, the art is fantastic in here. Christian Duke's the great. Also, I really, 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 really loved the Mister Freeze page. Is two pages. Yeah, Mister Freeze is getting a few pages at the end of each tech arc for some reason. He's just on the like cover really for the last issue, and he was just like very, time. very, very quick. Um, uh, Nora's about to be frozen back, and his dialogue reads: "I've watched these years pass in agony, my love. Our hearts frozen, frozen in time, waiting for the sun. Watchful, hopeful, peaceful, truthful, blissful." And now she's like fully in in the glass. And he says, 
faithful pressed up against the glass so i love mr freeze i, I know Me he's too. kind of like a one-off villain like he can't be done he can't be overdone because he is the kind of one one trick pony but i don't know i love him me too i ah, i, cool I would ah. say that they're gonna be doing they're setting up a mr freeze arc for sure and i'm excited for that yeah okay so lightning round action comics uh 1014 uh the red cloud's a threat leviathan's a threat uh clark Kent is doing investigations on leviathan he's kind of written out a character at times but the main part of this issue is there's a scene of a thug the superman stops and he is terrified and the entire time superman like he's a he's a bad guy superman stops him but he doesn't stop him with force he stops him by talking and he's just like it's okay son calm down what's your name and it's really really good and besides that it's mostly leviathan stuff and uh, someone bought the Daily Planet, and Clark meets her, and she's kind of threatening, and he tells Lois about her. And then it ends with this colorful streak falling from the sky, and it lands in Metropolis, and it is Naomi, which is um, Bendis' character that he made like a few months really ago. Really pushing Naomi to be big, huh? I mean, I know like her comics always sell out, but uh, she's going to be on Young Justice soon, and... Yeah, like, Na- Naomi, I don't know nothing about this character. I wasn't interested when she was announced and when Bendis wrote her, so this is going to be my first time. But it's funny, because you think it'd be like, next time, Superman Naomi. No, that's what they said last issue. Now she's only on the last page. It says, next time, Superman and Batman. <laughs> so it's like, oh, okay, I guess we're, Naomi's going to be gone pretty quick here. But all right. Um, lightning round, what do you want to review? Um... House of X. House of X. There's not really much I want to say because, you know, I still uh, don't know enough about X-Men, but they take down this big uh, master mold and uh, the whole team is there. And I think it's insanely interesting and I like seeing the team up. Um, And yeah, I'm really enjoying the series so far. And I'm the team's uh, cool. It's like Wolverine, Mystique, uh, Gene, Gene Gray, uh, Scott, um, Cyclops. There's a few others. Uh, Nightcrawler. yeah, they're infiltrating like this big space station that's creating Sentinels, so I like that. And uh, Emma Frost showed up to free Sabretooth in a court, so that was cool as well. Um, House of X, cool. I can't wait to see also, it. Also, it ends with a, an explosion happening in the ship that they're all in. I was yeah. thinking, like, how the heck are they going to get out of there? But then Nightcrawler exists, and I'm like, oh, yeah. they're going to apocalypse it by uh, yeah. making him teleport them out. I rewatched all the X-Men movies this week, so sorry. Oh, did you? I, I watched them, like... Two or three months ago. I'm sorry, I'm all, all these references, but yeah, I just finished with Logan last night. So yeah, yeah. Um, lightning round. I guess we're on Marvel side now. So Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, not much happened. I kind of wrapped up the the female Sinister arc. I thought it was really interesting. The leader of the Sinister, whatever Lady her name. Oc? No, no, the leader, the green and pink suit. Oh yeah, yeah, or something like that. I forget her name, but it was mostly focused on her and her like kind of struggles with am i good or am i bad but the dialogue's mm-hmm. really well and she was in a tough situation that i even thought like what would i do if i was in this situation if i was like evil uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah it's interesting it's a good read um Captain yeah america 13 um i don't know I, I didn't find myself enjoying this i felt like it was very politically charged and i don't mind that in comics but it felt very one-sided so i wasn't crazy about it um probably my least favorite issue of the captain america run so far which i thought was pretty good but i don't know i wasn't crazy about this issue yeah i thought it was kind of slow my favorite part was when they referenced captain america beating up hitler <laughs> i also thought the art was really weird like in the faces um, it wasn't the regular art yeah but yeah i don't know i, I wasn't crazy about this issue so cap yeah. has his uh 
his uh, stealth suit on and a kind of like a cyber shield, which I think is cool. No mask, but you know. Yeah. Oh, you got to talk about your pick of the week, Batman Superman. Yeah, I will. I was getting to that. <laughs> um, so Batman Superman, for the most part, a lot of it is from that like six-page preview that we got last month in the comics. So a lot of it is like Bruce and Clark fighting the Batcave. That's the main plot. We do and with get a Billy, flashback like, turning into the uh, like infected. Yeah, exactly. We do get a flashback. It starts off with uh, Clark Kent and Jimmy Olsen talking about uh, how Jimmy got a picture of Batman and he's all proud. And uh, it's kind of they, they trick you in a way. I don't want to go spoil it too much because you went over it, but they they do a little twist on you. Okay. But, yeah, I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read it soon. So. So yeah, uh, for the most part, it's Batman and Superman talking. It's very Williamsony, but it's not bad. Like, I enjoy it. You do get a hint at Jim Gordon being unaffected. It's not confirmed, but you get a little thing that I'm like, okay, I might have missed that if I didn't like double take it to a double take. So mm. pay attention to Jim Gordon. Um, for the most part, they find uh, that Batman laughs back cave. Of course, Batman laughs not there because he's trapped in the Hall of Justice. But they kind of just look at a ton of stuff in there. Some cool things. He has a really cool chessboard in here. Which I thought was interesting. And then they find the Robin, who's Billy Batson, who's been infected. And we get to see what uh, his Shazam suit looks like. And it's... I don't know why I didn't expect this. They say... Uh, they don't say in the issue. It says, next time, Superman, Batman versus... But what do you think this infected Shazam is called? Uh... I don't know. Captain yeah. Infected? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, Cap- is it like Infected the Captain, Shazam? The Captain who laughs? <laughs> it's the Shazam who laughs. Oh. So I'm like, I don't know why I didn't expect that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the yeah. issue goes over how Batman and Laughs has infected these heroes, and they don't know who they are yet besides Shazam. But we know as an audience that Supergirl is one of them, Hawkman's one of them, Jim Gordon is theory to be one of them, and mm. a few more that I can't remember off the top of my head. But yeah, it's really, really good. And the art is fantastic. So I highly recommend. Mm. Is that all of your comics? Uh, yes, that's everything I had. Okay, Red Hood was all right. It had the original New 52 artist on it who did Sideways. It was The art was fantastic. The actual plot, uh, as Lobdell told us on the interview, he didn't tell us much, but it's uh, Red Hood being a teacher to some characters that no one knows who they are. Uh, I was kind of like, these characters are kind of boring and I didn't really like them. The best part of this is we get a flashback to, uh, when Lobdell wrote New 52 Superman, we get like a Superman flashback. I heard that mm. series isn't that good, but it's cool to see Superman's New 52 suit again, which I thought mm. was with, with like the With like the collar? Yeah, you see that and like the kind of messier hair and he looks younger and the lines on the suit. I think that looked cool, especially with the art. Um, mm-hmm. Avengers 23 was actually good. It was about Avengers Mountain being destroyed. <laughs> and uh, um, the Ghost Rider, like Johnny Blaze Ghost Rider, plays a huge role in this. And it ends with something insane that I didn't expect with... Uh, I'm just going to say the ending real quick. I'm trying to find it. Cosmic Ghost Rider comes in. And we also don't know. He's the strongest Ghost Rider. He has a baby Thanos <laughs> in this comic and he's Frank Castle as a ghostwriter that goes around space. It's kind of weird, but he's going to fight the Avengers next issue. Next issue. Baby so. baby Dark Side versus baby Thanos who wins? Um I mean none of them do anything. They're babies. <laughs> none of them even do anything at all. They <laughs> It's not like they still have their powers. Well, they do, but they don't do them. So, I'd say Dark Side maybe just cuz if he accidentally puts on his Omega vision then 
you, you, you saying the word baby just reminded me of, did you see the Superman caption that was, I'm baby? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, what? Superman has like an official account, you know, on Instagram. I don't know oh. if you follow it at all. Yeah, so I think they, so, yeah. So they posted from Superman year one of when he's a baby and the caption was literally just be like, was like, Superman be like, I'm baby. And I was like, what does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> Who's running this account? Dude, DC is failing at Oh, no. Media. Like, with their other memes, terrible. <laughs> Where they made fun of their it's own dialogue, even, and I don't even think they realized it. Oh, man. It's not even that. It says, like, the start, extremely Kal-El voice. I'm baby. There, yeah, there you go. <laughs> what? I'm baby. Yeah, extremely, like, what? Who the, pay me to run that account. I can do better than that. Uh, but anyway. Oh, the comments. This post <laughs> was made by I'm baby gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the comments were roasting the hell out of them. But anyway, I um, just wanted to add that to the podcast because Hunter just gave me flashes that by saying the word baby. But that's it for a hero story. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, we appreciate five stars. I get an email from Chartable every week with our ranking, and we're doing pretty good in Argentina and oh, another really? country. I, <laughs> I was really like, wow, our podcast is good in other countries. Like, we're ranked, I think, 200 or 28. Somewhere like like a lower ranking than I thought it would be. <laughs> Uh, in other countries so thank you argentina fans yes thank you argentinian uh argentinian yeah argentina uh, oh argentina, you're gonna make them lo- we're losing them <laughs> i know i'm gonna get a two-star review argentina we're 975 guatemala we're 257 what do you what do you know cool huh. stuff interesting uh anyway um thank you for listening to a hero story five-star review is appreciated uh and that's about all for hero story i'm jd i'm hunter and thanks for being a hero And remember, every second is a gift. Goodbye. Ursa, my wife.